0: And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords. Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam.
1: Well, good morning, Lena, and happy Monday.
0: Happy Monday. Can you believe we're the last week of September already?
1: I know it's flying by.
0: (laughs) But at least the the air is cool and crisp and autumn is here.
1: Autumn is here. Winter's not too far. (laughs) Have you seen a... Game of Thrones, winter is coming.
0: Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. Way too early for that. But thanks okay. for the reference. All
1: right, yeah. Just, I just don't like the cold, so I think I'm bracing <laughs> for it uh, earlier than I should, and a bit prematurely, I think,
0: yeah. <laughs> Good morning to you, nonetheless. Let's jump into our keyword news portion of the day. We're going to try to clarify these major headlines for our listeners, and this is our first pick of the day. Ditsu Korea. So Chinese President Xi Jinping says he is seriously considering a state visit to Seoul with relevant talks set to begin between the, the two nations. Will he or will he not be able to visit Korea within this year? That seems to be a big question. What's the latest, Adam?
1: Yeah, so he's certainly expressing that he is willing to. I and mean, that is that he's, uh, yeah, as you said, seriously considering a, a visit to Seoul. Whether it will be realized and whether he will mm. come to Seoul is another matter. But uh, discussions on that will occur now he was speaking to prime minister handox su is actually visiting uh they uh they're meeting on the sidelines of the asian games uh where korea's off to quite a good start at the moment now see also expressed support for peace between the two koreas uh, following Han's request. Now, this aligns with President Yoon's kind of call for China and Russia to help in dealing with North Korea's weapons programs. Usually, those two countries are notorious for not siding with other nations when it comes to any resolutions or discussions at the UN Security Council. Um, Yoon had previously invited C to South Korea, but C suggested that Yoon visit China uh, instead. Now, See's suggestion hints at uh, improved relations between the two countries, despite. Earlier disputes over Taiwan and comments made by um, both sides, some comments made by President Yin regarding uh, China and Taiwan have really angered uh, China. So there was a bit of tension between the two countries in regards to those comments being made. Uh, tempers appeared to cool off, though, at a meeting between the foreign minister, Pak Jin, and the Chinese foreign minister, Wang Yi, uh, and a meeting held in Jakarta uh, back in July. Now, Xi has not visited South Korea since 2014, so it's been a while. Um, the National Security Advisor, Chul said the presidential office Uh, will help arrange a visit through diplomatic channels so work is being made to make that trip um, happen now he stressed a visit by sea will mark an important turning point for korea-china relations Uh, choker cautiously predicted a visit is unlikely to happen this year and said the government will take its time to make that happen and there's been uh, some speculation and reports suggesting that C could visit probably early uh, next year. So we'll have to wait and see if that happens. Uh, meanwhile, foreign ministry officials from Korea, China and Japan will hold talks starting from today in Seoul to prepare for the resumption of the long-stalled mm. trilateral summit uh, that includes um, Japan. Now, prior to a three-way meeting between the officials, bilateral discussions between South Korea and Japan as well as between South Korea and China are expected to take place this afternoon. The three-way meeting between the officials are scheduled to take place um, tomorrow as well. So we'll have to see uh, what progress they make in those talks and whether we do inch any closer to um, Xi Jinping visiting Korea. But, of course, it's all uh, speculation at the moment and mm. just a possible hint at of such a visit at the moment. So we'll have to see as time goes on.
0: All right. First and foremost, it seems that we'll have to pay attention to what comes out of those series of high level talks before we make our way to a higher level talk, if you will. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, a real estate shortage is nothing new in the capital city. Now, of course, the government wants to tackle that step by step uh, by implementing more housing in the greater capital region. This is our second keyword of the day. Housing supply. So the government is looking to speed up plans for new town housing supply and increase it in some areas. Announcement is expected to be made before Chuseok. Can you tell us more?
1: Yeah, so sure. Land Minister uh, sure. Won Yu actually mentioned earlier that the government could move up the supply schedule for new towns and other areas, specifically in the greater Seoul area. Uh, this is to compensate for the slow housing supply in recent months and boost the overall Uh, housing market. Now, one plan includes easing financial issues for private housing suppliers through measures like uh, extending the maturity of real estate project financing. However, because of high interest rates uh, and rising costs, private housing supply uh, may not actually increase uh, rapidly. Now, to counteract this, the government wants to kickstart what's known as the public housing projects, like uh, the third new town to calm the market's uncertainties. Now, this third new town is a big part of the public housing supply and consists of mainly five areas. The goal is to basically build more than uh, 360,000 units, uh, including all the public housing. Um, Originally, it was supposed to be completed by the year 2026, but it has been delayed by about one or two years. Uh, all five areas now aim for completion by the year 2027. Um, Intan Gean, though, has the fastest progress with the goal of finishing uh, in a couple of years or a few years time. Now, some experts propose increasing the housing area as well as lowering park and green space to kind of get the project uh, up and running and pulled forward a bit but uh yeah because of the real uh, real estate uncertainties that are facing the market at the moment mm. uh, the government is trying to speed up the progress of that new town and get more housing in greater uh, in the greater South area because of course a lot of the housing prices uh are kind of or not housing prices but a lot of the houses are concentrated in uh, the Seoul area mainly, yeah, yeah. and uh, so of course there's not really much um, incentive to for people to live outside of Seoul. So the government is trying to alleviate that problem as well, and trying to encourage maybe more people to expand out into the Greater Seoul uh, area. We have seen a kind of a trend of people moving. Um, to areas nearby on the kind of outskirts of Seoul, mm. uh places like kwachon and uh even kwangju in gyeonggi province mm. but uh, they want to make uh that uh, area expanded uh, as well, so uh, Mm. to other areas, not just down south, but uh, in all areas across uh, kyeonggi province and other areas of the greater Seoul area.
0: First and foremost, the outskirts of Seoul, and we'll we'll make our way further and further away.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but there's a lot of other (laughs) caveats that are associated with that. For example, traffic is notoriously (laughs) hellish uh, in Korea. I've heard from a lot of people who live in areas like Bacchan that, uh, yes, living there is cheaper but uh since they go to and from Seoul quite yeah or commute uh, from to and from Seoul uh they sometimes regret moving to that place because (laughs) traffic is just so awful uh to and from there
0: pros and cons there you have it uh let's also turn our uh, attention to our economy section for a third keyword of the day New normal. So slow growth in Korea has feared become the new normal for the Korean economy. This is due to various factors, including sluggish Chinese economy, lackluster export performance, high interest rates, and rising oil prices. At this point, it kind of sounds like a broken record. And now I'm inclined to believe that these trends are here to stay.
1: Yeah, so that's what uh, a lot of experts, economic experts, are saying. It's now become kind of the new normal, and it certainly feels that way as well. For the past year or two, we've been continuously saying not very good things about the economy and not very uh, uh, kind of optimistic uh, forecasts when Mm. it comes to the economy. And it's unfortunately no different uh, this time around, and for the foreseeable, not long future, but for this year at least anyway. Now, the gloomy observation comes as the economy... Uh, Is anticipated to grow below the average of the OECD for the third straight year this year. Even as we approach the fourth quarter, expecting a significant uh, recovery uh, is a bit challenging at the moment. The OECD predicted Korea's economic growth rate for this year to be one and a half percent, which is the same as its June forecast now. While policymakers are implementing strategies for a comprehensive export recovery, there are concerns that the Korean economy is still vulnerable to external shocks, mainly including the risks from China's slowdown, for example. Global high interest rates present another challenge um, for Korea's economy, although there are signs that maybe central banks, including the Fed and the BOK, may kind of ease off on its monetary titling not so much of the fed though they did hint at another rate hike um this year though uh, so we'll have to see if uh, the bank of korea closes that interest rate gap now with exports struggling and those external factors that i mentioned it's mm-hmm. unlikely uh that we'll probably see a significant economic recovery anytime soon korea's economy was actually once a driver of growth uh, in the oecd is now kind of entrenched as a middle-ranking country with lower growth rates compared to other advanced uh, nations. In fact, um, the OECD actually predicted um, further growth in the uh, majority of uh, developed countries in the OECD. Korea revised down that growth, so it was a bit uh, unfortunate in that trend. Now, as I said, um, if this trend continues, it will actually mark the first time since joining the OECD that Korea has experienced Three straight years of below average growth. So, mm. certainly not looking very rosy at the moment, unfortunately.
0: All right, uh, let's turn our attention to our fourth keyword of the day parental leave money. So, amid Korea's chronic low birth rate, the government is considering raising that cap on parental leave benefits to the minimum wage level. Can you tell us the detail?
1: Yeah, so this is because basically many workers avoid taking childcare leave due to the low pay. So they're pretty much uh, stuck in work because they have to make a living and uh, get the money flowing into the household. But uh, yeah, taking childcare leave and the pay that it gives isn't really um, an incentive to take uh, such childcare leave, Mm. unfortunately, is what uh, uh, the trend is at the moment. The monthly minimum wage is £2 Uh, uh, 15,581 this year. It will be raised to 2,060,741 next year. So, if the uh, maximum parental leave benefit rises to the minimum wage level, the monthly benefit of parental leave will increase by uh, more than 500,000 won from the current 1.5 million won uh, a month. So basically uh, trying to give a more of incentive for uh, parents to take parental leave. Now, childcare leave is gar- uh, granted to pregnant female employees, of course, or to employees raising children under the age of eight or in second grade of elementary school. The duration is currently up to 12 months, but it will increase to 18 from next year. The government is also considering... Uh, expanding the eligibility for childcare leave as well, mm. uh, maybe increasing the age in, uh, of the child for which her parents are allowed such parental leave, maybe what may, might be one of the um, plans. Now, finding the money though. Uh, To fund this change is a big challenge, of course. The government needs the money in the coffers to provide such funding. Now, a meeting with relevant officials will take place uh, on October 10th to explore funding options for expanding childcare leave benefits. Now, the plan to revise the benefits also comes as the income replacement rate for childcare leave benefits paid to parents is only in the 40% range, ranking Korea among the lowest uh, in OECD member countries, although the available child care leave period is relatively long, uh, the actual utilisation rate of child care leave is among the lowest. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of those using child care leave tend to be uh, from large corporations or uh, high income backgrounds. So, so basically people who can afford to take child care leave. But of course, the majority of people uh, rely on work uh, for their money um, more than others in the high income bracket. So that's why they choose not to take such leave in the first place and this mm. of course as i mentioned is something that the government is trying to encourage uh, more people to take uh, advantage of so of course they're trying to incentivize it
0: all right and with that we move on to our final keyword of the day US trip debrief. So, President Yoon will hold a cabinet meeting today and will share the results of his visit to New York. As we mentioned, uh, lots of bilateral meetings on the sidelines of the General Assembly. Uh, what can we expect?
1: Yeah, we'll certainly vying for that kind of Guinness uh, World Record. I don't know <laughs> if he actually managed to get it or not. I don't have any updates on that. But uh, uh, the address uh, will be broadcast live on TV. Uh, he held Bilateral talks with leaders of 41 countries and representatives from nearly 50 uh, while in New York in various formats. Uh, now, he discussed ways to enhance bilateral relations. And, of course, the main focus of the trip was to succeed, uh, seek support for the 2030 World Expo to be hosted uh, in Busan. So he was basically there uh, for a uh, sales a uh, trip, basically. Uh, presidential spokesperson Idoon stated that Korea boosted its diplomatic capabilities. He further noted that Korea's economic horizons have expanded, providing Korean companies with more opportunities thanks to these um, diplomatic schedules. He added that Korea's national security. Uh, has also become stronger. Uh, Reasons cited include the uh, Washington Declaration back in Mm -hmm. April and the trilateral summit between Korea, uh, the U.S., and Japan in August as well. And, of course, these are, of course, remarks and things that President Yoon will likely tout during his uh, debrief of his trip in, in today's broadcast.
0: All right, so be on the lookout for that live broadcast by President Yoon coming up today. Thank you so much, Adam, for today's coverage. Hope you have a happy birthday.
1: Thank you! Wow, uh, I think I forgot myself as <laughs> what that it was. But uh, thanks for the reminder.
0: <laughs> See you tomorrow.
1: See you tomorrow.
0: If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, seven a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.